So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And I'm really excited to jump in. Hey, real quick, before I do that, I just want to say, if you don't have a copy of my book yet, it's called The Last Relapse. It was a bestseller. Um, It has been featured on national television on several platforms and, uh, gosh, probably 50 plus podcasts. Uh, We've done a lot to promote the book. Um, But anyway, this is my blueprint for helping you recover from porn addiction. I explain everything. I explain the principles, the concepts. I give you practical tools. There's a free workbook that comes with it. Uh, We just did everything we could to resource the heck out of you guys. If you don't have it yet, you can get your copy at thelastrelapsebook.com. Okay, www.thelastrelapsebook.com. That's going to give you a free digital download. Obviously, it is available on Amazon for purchase if you're more of a physical copy kind of guy. Uh, but I'd love for you to get your hands on that. And I'd love to just see you walk more in freedom. And um, again, you know, there's there's services that come with a cost. We have a program that requires a financial investment. But you can get this book completely free of charge. And it will help you if you apply what you learn. So thelastrelapsebook.com, grab your copy. Today, we are talking about the four pillars of relationship. So here's the deal. You know, we are wired for relationship. We all have relationships. And we, you know, as soon as you say relationship, we instantly think romantic. If it's not contextualized, that's probably what you think this episode is about. But really, we're talking about friendships. We're talking about coworkers. We're talking about leaders and volunteers and children and, you know, like any kind of person that you could have a relationship with. We are providing for you today four pillars that are going to serve you really, really well, long term and short term. So if you think of maybe there's a particular relationship that's got some tension right now or there's a relationship that you wish was stronger, maybe there's a relationship that you're trying to improve. You know, maybe your struggle sexually uh, with porn addiction or something else has really worn out some of your relationships, maybe with God, maybe with a loved one, your wife or a significant other, Uh, maybe with friends, you know, you're not seeing them as much. You're saying no so that you can stay home and watch. Uh, If you've had any kind of relationship that maybe has been hindered or hampered in the last little bit, or there's just someone that you really care about. I want you to pay careful attention to these four pillars and start asking yourself what it might look like to better establish these pillars in your life. Okay, our first pillar is emotional connection. Emotional connection. Every healthy relationship has emotional connection. There are varying degrees of the depth of emotional connection, but to truly have a healthy relationship, there must be an emotional component. That's why it's so sad that many church denominations preach a message that God is not emotional, that you know God doesn't care about your feelings, that God has no room or no time for that. When you have scriptures like the Psalms that say that God that say God is rich in love and slow to anger. When you see Jesus Himself crying, right? The shortest verse in the Bible is Jesus wept. We also see Jesus overturning tables in the temple. So 
emotion was a part of his composition and this guy was God. So emotional connection is a part of healthy relationship. There's no exceptions, whether it's with your kids, your loved ones or whatever else. Now, here's the deal. Emotional connection is a two-way street. It involves you sharing emotionally and you being able to listen about the other person sharing their emotions. You must have both. I personally was very good at listening to others. I'm great at asking questions. I'm able to sort of empathize and paraphrase what people say and further a conversation and, you know, just really understand someone's situation. And at the end of that interaction, if that's all that takes place, they feel understood. And that's a great feeling. The problem is they don't understand me because I have not given them a chance to see me. And that was the part where I was really bad. So emotional connection is everything. Now, what you're going to see as we go through these four pillars is that they are not all separate. In fact, there's a bit of an intermingling, especially in the first three pillars that we're going to go through. But let me just be really clear that to have an emotional connection, a two-way street is required. Okay, now let's go into the next pillar because this is going to help me drive this home a bit more. That is transparency. Good relationships always have transparency. Again, the degree of transparency depends. Your colleague probably doesn't need to know the deep inner workings of your marriage or your personal life. But a degree of transparency, even on a professional front of what's been going on work-wise, why didn't you hit that deadline um, or, or whatever it might be, some transparency there could really go a long way. Now, here is the thing I want you to hear loud and clear. I'm really big on this these days because vulnerability and transparency have kind of become buzzwords. And unfortunately, when something becomes a buzzword, its initial definition becomes diluted. Transparency is letting people see you, right? If you think about having a transparent um, screen over your phone, it's transparent because you can see through it. it. It doesn't have any tint or color or obstruction. There's no impedance you just see it as it is. When somebody sees you as you are, yes, they should see the challenges and the hardships and the difficulties, but they should also see the victories, the strengths, and the success. We have whittled down vulnerability and transparency in relationships to just, you know, vomiting our bad things and just overemphasizing how, how much we're struggling and the challenges. Look, if you're really struggling or you're having some major challenges, share them. I'm not saying hold back because we want to try to balance this thing out. If that's what's going on, then transparency is letting people see that in its fullness to the degree that it's appropriate. But we have to make sure that we are also being transparent about the good things. So when really good things are happening, let's make sure we're just as transparent about those as we are about the things that are challenging and the things that are maybe difficult in our lives. When there's transparency in a relationship, safety is established. This is the actual benefit of being transparent because there, there's, a, 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 there's a deeper sense of I know who you are and you know who I am. And in that place, there is safety. So really think about that one. Emotional connection, transparency. Our third pillar is understanding. Franklin Covey, uh, sorry, Stephen Covey said it best in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which is the only book I am reading this year in 2022, in case you're wondering. I did an episode on that uh, a couple months back. One of his principles in this book is seek first to understand, then to be understood. 
And the goal of understanding, the goal of understanding is to increase in knowledge of one's personhood or of their situation. Understanding, we want to increase our knowledge. Knowledge is not just a a cerebral endeavor. It is both mental and it is uh, emotional or it, it is at a heart level. We want to better understand the person. But the key here is that we are seeking to understand. We're not getting so wrapped up in our needs and our distress and our discomfort that we always lead with getting those met first. Oh, if you need, if you meet my needs, then then we'll start talking. Then I'll pay attention to yours. How do you think that's going to work out if two people in a relationship are both waiting for the other to get the ball rolling? It's probably not going to go that well. So we're going to be the big people. We're going to be the leaders of our relationships. And we're going to seek first to understand and then to be understood. And here's the amazing thing. Sometimes the reason that we try to kind of get our stuff out on the table first is out of this fear that if we don't, then we won't get our chance. But guaranteed, without fail, every single time when you initiate, when you are taking the charge and, and asking questions, eventually, just it, just it naturally happens. The other person says, so what about you? How are you feeling? Or, or what do you do for work? You know, obviously it depends on the context here. But they, they will start to understand your side of it. They, they will come from a desire instead of you probably trying to twist their arm. Like for me, in my, in my relationship with my wife, when we've gone into disagreements, that's when I have to remember this the most because I, I very quickly lead with like me being right and you did this to me and whatever, whatever. But when I am in an understanding mode and I'm asking questions and I'm really making it the priority, it de-escalates the situation for starters. That's obviously in a conflict context. And then she starts to kind of soften up. And when she kind of feels like, okay, he, he understands me or I, I've made my peace. I said what I need to say. She will, without fail, always ask, okay, what about your side? What, what happened there? Or you know, what can I do differently or whatever? Kind of depends on the conversation. But understanding goes a long way. And the last thing, okay, and like I said, these all tie into each other. You can kind of see how emotional connection, our first pillar, is enhanced by transparency, right? And when these dynamics are carried out effectively, then there, uh, there's understanding, right? And we seek to understand. All these three pillars sort of interplay. And maybe what anchors them all more than anything else is our fourth pillar, and that is humility. Humility is the person who decides to seek to understand rather than be understood. Humility is the person who is transparent about his success and his struggles. It requires humility to do that because there is the risk of humiliation. If there is a risk of humiliation, humility is required. So transparency does that. Emotional connection, you know, for guys especially, it requires some humility to acknowledge that, hey, maybe we're not great in this area or maybe we're super emotional, but we don't know how to really express it well. It just takes humility to let somebody see that part of our lives. But if you start to exercise these four pillars, I guarantee you, you will see an improvement in the relationship. So let me ask you, I had you pick a relationship at the beginning of this episode, right? When you look at that relationship, all right, whether it's with, you know, whoever it might be, your spouse, colleagues, coworkers, children, peers, parents, bosses, pastor, leader, whatever, which of these pillars is the weakest? Emotional connection, transparency, 
understanding or humility? Which needs the most work? And what would it look like for you to increase in this area, to grow in this area? So practically, emotional connection, that means that you start to build some emotional intelligence, just a better understanding of your own inner life. Transparency is the conscious choice to be seen and to be known. Understanding means that we are being question askers first. We are asking questions. We are seeking to understand, then to be understood. And humility. Humility means that we are willing to bite the bullet. We're willing to let go of our pride. And we're willing to to do the right thing, even if it is painful, even if it is embarrassing. So what is it for you? Which of those areas do you need to work on the most? And what are you going to do today to grow in it? That's my challenge to you. That's something I, I want you to think about as you go on throughout the day. And uh, that's everything, guys. That's everything for today. So our four pillars of relationship, emotional connection, transparency, understanding, and humility. Thank you guys so much for listening. I want to remind you again, if you want my blueprint for recovery from porn addiction, how to really get intimacy back in your key relationships, you can go to thelastrelapsebook.com, download a free digital copy, and you'll be on your merry way. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.